Welcome to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense. Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are delighted to have international psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, and gifted channel, Julie Geigel, on our show. As long as she can remember, Julie has been highly sensitive and intuitive. She comes from a long line of psychics, all the way back to her great-grandmother, who began visiting her from beyond the grave during meditation. She is considered a fourth-generation psychic medium. Julie serves as a divine channel for Archangel Metatron, spiritual coach, international psychic medium, and healer. With a master's in education, Julie spent 10 years teaching middle school and is now honored to work with the spiritual realm, assisting many on their path of awakening and enlightenment. She has attended Ekam in India and has met the avatar Sri Amabakavan, along with their son Krishnaji and his wife Prita Ji. She has studied mediumship at the renowned Arthur Finlay College in England and has visited Brazil's Spiritual Center for Healing and Enlightenment several times. She holds a certification in hypnotherapy, meditation, and Reiki, is, and is an ordained minister, although Ho'oponopono is her favorite healing technique. Julie tunes into messages from the angels as well as Archangel Metatron easily and effortlessly to guide and direct you in your life. She specializes in psychic business consulting, romance, and relationships. Everyone comes into this world capable of perceiving beyond their traditional five senses. And thus, channeling has been recorded throughout written history, from the Delphi Oracle in Greece to various ancient traditions in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Taoism. But channeling practices are not just a thing of history. A survey of 488 societies worldwide found that 90% had some channeling tradition. In modern times, we see channeling everywhere. You can easily find information about intuitives, psychics, channels, mediums, sensitives, and more. Typing mediumship into Google returns 2.8 million results. Channeling is a universal human experience. Channelers, also sometimes known as psychic mediums, often use what are called spirit guides, friendly spirits who give them knowledge and help them on their spiritual journeys. Channeling is a powerful means of traditional unfoldment and conscious transformation. As you channel, you build a bridge to the higher realms. It involves consciously shifting your mind and mental space in order to achieve an expanded state of consciousness. Then, channelers may imagine themselves seeking out specific spirits of the dead, or they may be contacted, apparently unbidden, by some unknown force that wishes to communicate. So stay tuned for more of this exciting show. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, 
compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Welcome back to this episode of Love from the Hip Presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW every second Wednesday of each month. Also join us every second Sunday at noon on KBKW as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having international psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, and gifted channel, Julie Geigel on our show. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hey, hey. How are you guys tonight? Today? <laughs> <laughs> we are doing well. And where are you joining us from? I am in the Midwest. I'm in Wisconsin, so we're a couple hours later. Oh, nice. Wow. How's the weather over there? Oh, it's warm and sunny. And um, yeah, we're having a heat wave. It's been going on for about a week now, but I love oh. it. I think we're just about we're to enter that. We're having it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Julie, were you always in touch with the world of spirituality? I was not. I grew up sensitive and so I spent a lot of time crying and being just overly sensitive to everything everybody said to me. Or even my sister was like, I can just look at you and you start crying. That, I mean, that was the truth. I was just um, really hyper alert to people's emotions and feelings in the world. So it was really difficult for me to navigate that as I was growing up. And I wouldn't consider myself um, spiritual in the sense that I was able to talk to angels or that I had visions early on as a child, but I was hypersensitive and we were very religious. Mm -hmm. So I grew up Catholic and I was very close to God and that, that connection with a spiritual realm. Um, but yeah, my spirituality really didn't start until later in my life. And was there a conflict then with Catholicism as far as shutting down what you were experiencing? Well, that was interesting because, um, like I said, I wasn't, you know, tuned into the idea that we had a spiritual team and that we could talk to loved ones in spirit and that there was this whole another world out there that we could communicate with until my father passed. And what age was that? I was in college, so I was about 26. Okay. And so yeah, you know, I went to college to be a teacher, a school teacher, and right before I graduated, my father passed, and he died of lung cancer, and I felt like that was a suicide because he had told us he had stopped smoking, and the doctor said that he would be fine if he stopped, and he hadn't. He kept smoking, so when he died, I was incredibly angry with him, and we were very, very close. And so it felt like a suicide for me. So I would run around screaming at him him all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, one day, I realized that these conversations I was having, because I would imagine what he would say back to me, it was a full on conversation. And it was at one point in my life where I realized I wasn't making it up, Mm -hmm. that my father was actually talking to me. (laughs) And that... Yeah, I'm curious. So, so how did how did how did, how did how did you come to realize that? Like, what about the experience validated yeah, yeah. validated it know. for you? Yeah, yeah, because you know I work with a lot of people, especially with the grieving process. And I recently, my mother transitioned, 
in May, the day before Mother's Day. So I've got like double loaded up there <laughs> helping me out. Um, but when my father passed, I had started getting into spirituality, you know, mm -hmm. because like I said before, it was all about religion. And I started to explore more about spirituality. I felt like I hit a wall in my religion. I wanted a deeper connection with God. I wanted to know more about angels. And so I, I explored, went deeper into the realm of spirituality, which for me, spiritual spirituality is different than religion. Um, I consider myself religious in the fact that I believe in God and I have a strong connection with God. Mm -hmm. But I know my husband always says, Julie, you have your own religion. I don't know. <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> and he's like, don't tell father all these things you're talking about and believe in it because we might get kicked out. <laughs> so but I at the yeah. same time that you find the difference, how else do you think they come together? How does religion and spirituality come together? Yeah. And, you know, for me, when you asked, you know, how do I, how did I know what was the point where I was having a conversation with my dad, where I really believed that I was communicating with him and I wasn't just making that up. And it was through my, uh, exploration of spirituality i stumbled across a show on tv john edwards crossing over and i have to thank him mm. a million times over because he really helped me understand the reality of mediumship you know the reality that our loved ones aren't dead and gone they are they just transition into another realm so for me once i saw that once I had that personal experience for myself, it changed how I thought about my religion because suddenly all the conversations I was having with God, it wasn't again, just made up in my mind what I thought God would say to me. Suddenly everything became real. So everything took on like a third dimensional <laughs> reality and just really blew it wide open. I always explain to people that spirituality has deepened my faith and my connection to God and strengthened my belief. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's a beautiful communion. So do you think it was your, there was a turning point when you chose to believe that this connection and these conversations were real, that everything started to, to as you mentioned, like strengthen because you, you chose to believe it and see it differently. Yeah. And that's one of the, my main teachings when I'm working with people. Um, a lot of people come in for medium readings. You know, I work closely with people in grieving and helping them understand that there's another viewpoint and, you know, what if this were real? And part of that is fake it till you make it. <laughs> so what? It feels like you're making up this conversation in your head. <laughs> so yeah. what? You know, what, what if it's real? Because it's just as possible that it's real as it is that you're making it up. It's your choice to believe one or the other. And do you think it got more powerful or the connection got deeper or it changed in some way when you when you decided that it was real? Well, not only that, but my whole life transformed. Like I said, I was a school teacher for 10 years. And when that happened in my life, when I started realizing that I was communicating with my father who had died, I I did, you know fast forward into the spiritual realm. I read every book I could get a hold of. I watched every program on TV. I signed up for every workshop I could find. And I just could not grow and expand quick enough. My hunger and my thirst was exponential. And I hit that, that ceiling in my life of being a teacher and feeling the nudge of there's more out there. This is a stepping stone in your life. This isn't a stopping point. And so what made you want to share this with others? 
when I realized that the my communication with the spiritual realm was continuing to increase and grow, I just, it, again, the hunger and the thirst, I, I was excited. I was passionate. It was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, we were watching John Edwards. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be a John Edwards. I want to get up on stage and I want to do medium demonstrations. And I want to talk to loved ones in spirit and help people. I want to do that. And you know, be careful what you wish for. That's exactly <laughs> what I do now. And my husband told me I was crazy. He's like, you can't just wake up one day and decide you're going to talk to dead people and quit your job and do that full time. <laughs> I'm like, watch me. <laughs> and so the minute you said yes to it, it all started to flood in. Was it, it overwhelming did. at any point? It, it did. No. And I always explain to people too, if you feel overwhelmed because you know, remember, I grew up hypersensitive. So overwhelm was my middle name. I was used to used to that feeling. And what happened when I began to move into this world, all of a sudden, everything in my life started to make sense. It was like, oh, that's why I'm so sensitive. That's why I am the way I am. That's why I feel so different from everybody else. That's why I can feel things and pick up on energy that other people don't or can't because of this hyper awareness if you were if you will but it i left teaching and became a hypnotherapist and i love 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 hypnotherapy <laughs> yay because <laughs> i know you are too yeah, and too. it's so exciting i have special certification in past life regression Woo-hoo! Mm-hmm. Um, right so and powerful yes yes and i've seen miracles happen my mother her first experience in a medium reading was through hypnosis. Hmm. I had did hypnotherapy with her and, you know, she's up in heaven now with my dad. So I can talk about this, but my dad was a cheater and she was so upset and angry with him. And I did a hypnosis session with her and he came in and I mean, she was crying in the, during the hypnotherapy. And I wasn't sure if I should let her cry or just, or wake her up, bring her back out. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm glad you left me. I'm glad you, you finished it and, and led me through it, Julie, because I needed that. Your father came in, we had a great conversation and I finally had the closure that I, I feel like I needed in my life to move forward. That's so hyp- hypnotherapy opened up. It just, you know, I started with one thing and it led to another mm-hmm. and and another, and I was just all over the place, but it really opened up the channeling. Yeah, it's like and a gateway it, modality. It really is. It doesn't matter which one you start with, but they all are interconnected, and it's a beautiful web of um, expansion. Yeah. Um, can you describe the work that you do for our listeners? Yes. Um, I help people on a spiritual journey find peace and end suffering. So that shows up in lots of different ways. It can be, you know, losing a loved one or uh, ending a relationship, going through a divorce or changing a career. But I think that we have a shared experience as a human being and that's suffering. And the most important thing I want people to know is that you are more than a human. And you don't have to stay in suffering. I spent many, many years depressed and anxious. And I tried to commit suicide when I was 14. And just overwhelmed by the empathetic nature that was a part of my makeup as a human being. Mm. But when I began to explore spirituality, it helped me make sense of who I was, that I was more than a human. And with that information, I was able to move into awakened states. And now I'm on a beautiful journey of enlightenment, and I help others 
find enlightenment and end their suffering. That's beautiful. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too much. No, yeah, not at no, all. No. Not at all. And so I would imagine, you know, stepping into spirituality also helped you to not feel bad for who you are and really understand your gifts and, and have more self-awareness. Right? Oh, my gosh. For so many years, I thought my sensitivity was a curse. Like, literally, I thought I was cursed. <laughs> because I, no I've one. I've experienced that, yeah. I can yeah, no one in my family was like me. Right. The black I was sheep. Like, yes, the black sheep, totally the black sheep. And spirituality helped me find my tribe and helped me feel like I belonged. I mean, I literally, I had a couple sessions with some healers and I literally felt abandoned by God oh. when I dropped into this body. And it was... Um, it was so amazing. The one session I had with this healer, I could, I actually had, could feel I was brought into the moment of my uh, conception, my inception. And I was, I could feel how I was feeling. And I was like crying and, and saying, don't leave me, don't leave me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then they were all gone. And then your memory gets wiped. Right. Um, but I had held on to that feeling of abandonment my whole life. And again, feeling like I didn't belong, feeling like I, I didn't fit in and wanting to go home. It was like, I, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Somebody come mm -hmm. and get me. <laughs> so, and I imagine too, with having been brought up in a very religious home that you tend to help people with religious trauma as well. Is that something that you work through? Yeah, I mean, I do tend to attract people who are more on the spiritual journey and less um, religious, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I think that I've come to a place in my life where it isn't one or the other. It's a beautiful communion. And I find that fascinating because typically it is. I find that most people who are on the spiritual path had, you know, bad religious trauma. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing to meet someone like you who marries the yeah. two together and shows that they work together. They are basically one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And helping people to find the peace, the peace in their heart with that experience. I mean, nowadays, because there's been so much, um, you know, negative connotation with the word God, people are more comfortable with divine or universe mm -hmm. or spirit. And so I, I try to meet people where they're at. But at the end of the day, I'm a God girl. <laughs> and if God offends you, then yeah. maybe I'm not the person for you. <laughs> yeah, and there's someone out there for everyone, right? Exactly. Sure. But I don't shove my belief down anybody's throat. Like I said, I, I am spiritual. I am help, I help people find peace and end their suffering. And for me, that path is through the divine, the divine source energy. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to take another break. But remember, this is a live show. And if you would like some intuitive advice from Julie, feel free to call in with your question after the break. 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A, care.com. 
Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. If you are struggling in your marriage, just starting out in a new relationship or are single and looking to do better next time, geez, if I got great news for you. Hi, we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs on KKNW 1150 AM every Thursday at 1 PM PST. Yeah, come on over and join us. We'd love to connect with you over there. You betcha. We'll see you soon. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one, two, three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com Welcome back to another Love from the Hip Presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook as well as Instagram, and check out our podcast on SoundCloud. Today we have the pleasure of having international psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, and gifted channel, Julie Geigel on our show. And if you'd like to get a mini intuitive reading from Julie, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. Or the free or the winning lottery numbers, Yes, right? or right, if you're Julie? looking for winning be, lottery numbers. Can that be arranged? <laughs> I do not work with lottery numbers or the stock market. There's got to be an angel out there Darn for lottery numbers. It, right? um, so let's, uh, can you describe one of your sessions for our listeners? Absolutely. Um, I do a combination of sessions. So the most popular one is called the spa session. And with that one, I work with nine different Oracle decks. And uh, with that one, we go through each of the card decks and um, you pick two cards from each of the decks. And then I go through and read the messages that come through from each of the decks. And what I love about the spa session is that themes begin to show up because sometimes when you pull a card and you share a message, people are like, yeah, all right. (laughs) But when you pull a card and share a message and that same message comes up, three or four times, people are like, whoa, (laughs) you are for real. (laughs) And it really validates not only the information that I'm getting for the client, but also it validates uh, the, the client in their confidence level and their belief that this, this is real. She's really communicating with my team up there. Why did you choose nine? Well, that's a good good question. Well, I can tell you what I'm hearing right now from Metatron. Uh (laughs) Um, Nine in numerology is service. Hmm. Opening up to serving in a bigger and better way. So so you're using the cards and then are you, what other modalities are you using? I'm also a Reiki master teacher. And with every session, I work with the Reiki energy. So it automatically comes in. I have a special, almost like a prayer that I say to open each session. And that Reiki energy gets activated. My hands heat up. I can feel it moving into your body and assisting in removing blocks and releasing any interference. And I also work with a crystal bed that I brought back from Brazil. And I, interestingly enough, I I just checked the price because somebody had asked they wanted to buy one and it's (laughs) $15,000. I believe it. 
<laughs> I did not pay that. So I am truly blessed to have this crystal bed. But yeah, the crystal bed works with your chakras. So every time I have a session with someone, I turn the crystal bed on and you are automatically receiving a cleansing of all your chakras, rebalancing, realigning, revitalizing. So people not only get a reading per se, but there's also a beautiful healing infused with all of the work that I do. Got it. And you mentioned getting information. Are you doing that through channeling? Yeah. So I work with your higher self, your spiritual team, and my spiritual team, but most importantly, Archangel Metatron. So I am a trance channel for Archangel Metatron. And he kind of runs the show, if you will. And it was interesting because when I was in, um, when I went to England to the Arthur Finley College, I had a spiritual assessment by one of the tutors, Chris. Um, and he had said to me, you know, I see this being around you and he's very powerful. And I was like, oh, that's Archangel Metatron. And he's like, oh, yeah, and you're channeling Metatron or he wants to channel. And I said, I've been trans channeling for several years. And, and then he said to me, he said, this is really strange, but I'm being shown that you actually, you are Metatron. Metatron is you. And I was like blown away because that's exactly how I feel. I feel one with that energy. And it's that, that feeling I get when I connect with God. I feel one with that energy. And so Metatron has really just become part of who I am. And he's like the Reiki. Every time I work with anybody, he's just like, boom, there he is. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So when did he come in for you and did he ask permission? Well, that's a great story. And it's very similar to my medium story, because when my dad died, I started watching John Edwards. And I made that statement to my husband. I want to do that. I want to be a medium. And then after a few years into this work, so I left my job teaching, my husband's like, what are you doing? Um, so I left my job, opened my own business, haven't sent healing. And after a few years, a friend of mine had Abraham Hicks series and there were like 25 videos and I'd never heard of this person or channeling or any of this stuff. I was brand new to that world. And so she borrowed it to me and, uh, my husband and I watched it together. And when we got to the 25th episode, <laughs> I said, I may all of a sudden it just came out of me. I had no control. All of a sudden I said, Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I want to be Esther. I want to channel somebody and drive around in a big bus and talk to people. <laughs> and my husband looked at me and he's like, Oh no, Oh no, we're not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not doing buses. We're doing cruise ships. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, absolutely. Um, but then I did some automatic writing and I set some parameters. I said, all right, it's got to be somebody I know. It can't be any of these, you know, strange names or people of I've nobody's ever heard. And it has to be, you know, like Abraham is from the Bible. And so for me, that felt really comfortable and I had a connection. So I'm like, if it was somebody from the Bible, that'd be cool. And so I'm automatic writing and I'm like, okay, who am I going to channel? And all of a sudden the name Muhammad came in and I instantly thought of Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to channel Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Forget it. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then I went to my husband. I'm like, honey, do we know anybody named Muhammad? And he laughed. He's like, Julie, he's like, you're Catholic. Muhammad's in the Bible. And then I was like, oh, Muhammad. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll do that. I'll channel Muhammad. Um, so I did my research on Muhammad and I channeled him for about a year. He was amazing. He was a very loving, very sweet, um, almost angelic presence. And he was a good energy to begin with. And then all of a sudden, I had met this person at a fair, an expo. And I um, went up north and and did uh, channeling of Muhammad and invited her to come. And she was a healer. So she was going to 
do work up there too. And uh, the night before I was going to channel Muhammad, um, I stayed at her house before we went to this healing thing. And I channeled in her church, a unity church. And I actually wasn't able to channel. I had gotten deathly sick. And it right, I'm like standing in front of all these people. It was a large crowd. And all of a sudden, I thought I was going to throw up. Like I turned white as a sheet and got terribly ill. And when we got back to her house, I threw up three times. And I'm like, uh, we're not going to the next trip. We're, I got to cancel everything. I got to get back home. So in the morning, she talked me into staying. We go up to this next place and I'm getting ready to channel Muhammad. And she did a healing on me. And she's like, you know, let's ground your energy because we don't want what happened last night to happen again. Hmm. And so while she was doing, and during my sleep, I had gotten, um, Metatron came to me and said, I want you to channel me. And I said, no way. Because <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know Metatron. And he's he's not an, a soft, fluffy angel. He's got a very overbearing, overwhelming presence. Hmm. And I just, no, I'm not doing it. And so she did, she was working on me and, and all of a sudden she started crying. Like she busted out sobbing. I'm like, is everything all right? She's like, oh my gosh, I can see your angel wings and Metatron is here. And mind you, I've not had any conversation with her about channeling somebody else mm -hmm. or let alone Metatron. Mm -hmm. Who the heck is Metatron? And she says, Metatron is here. He wants me to tell you it's okay. You're going to channel him and it's okay. And, um, yeah, you can imagine my surprise with all of that. Yeah. Can you describe what Metatron is? Yeah. Um, well, Metatron's hard to describe, but Metatron is actually Metatron is the keeper of the Akashic records. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And so the Akashic records is a, a rich written transcript of every thought we've ever thought, every experience we've ever experienced, every life we've ever lived uh, is in the Akashic Records. And Metatron's the keeper of the Akashic Records. And so uh, he actually walked the earth as Enoch. So when I found that out, yeah. <laughs> you know, my connection with the Bible, uh -huh. I was like, all right, <laughs> okay, I'll give this a shot. Um, he walked the earth as Enoch, and he is one of two people, his brother Elijah, and him ascended into heaven. It's, so they are said to have ascended and, and not died. And so uh, he acts as a bridge, as the bridge between humanity and the divine. Mm. And because he has had experience as a human being, he can help us like nobody else can. Well, that was going to be my next question is what does he hope for for the, to happen by you channeling him to humans? Yeah. So, I mean, I did trance channeling on a radio show similar to this uh, for a couple of years and it was incredible. It was incredible. And uh, then I really moved into working with people. And like I said, Metatron really just is a part of who I am. And so the biggest, the biggest message and the biggest experience that I have when I'm working with Metatron and, and assisting people is just this divine love and the uh, idea that you are more than a human. Mm. And Metatron and your team, the angels, the spiritual realm is trying to help us remember the spiritual being that we are because we're spiritual beings having a human experience right right and so we are in the dawn of awakening we're in the golden age right now the era of the golden age and everything's shifting and changing at quantum speed and so with the veil thinning with the veil thinning, it is allowing more and more people to have these spiritual experiences. Mm. And uh, many people don't know where to turn. They're confused. They're overwhelmed. They're scared. Mm -hmm. And so Metatron really just wants to be here and help us understand 
what this next phase of evolution is, which is enlightenment. It is the end of suffering and being all that we came here to be, which is more than a human. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. <laughs> all right. Well, with that amazing news, we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Welcome back to another Love from the Hip Presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Today we have the pleasure of having international psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, and gifted channel, Julie Geigel, on our show. All right, Julie, I'm going to ask you for an intuitive message for myself. Awesome. Do you have a specific question you need help with today? Or do you want me to just pull a card? Just pull a card and see what comes forward, please. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So from the healing deck, I've pulled acknowledging apprehension. And the mantra for you for healing is when it's a yes, nothing can stop me. When I'm unsure, it's always unknown. So what I'm seeing with this card is that it's super important for you to pay attention to your intuition. So I see either something happening right now or something coming up where you're unsure. Oh, should I do this or should I do that? And right now I'm seeing that there isn't enough information for you to make a good choice to move in, in one direction or the other. And I also get the sense is if you're feeling pressured or pushed into something, it's actually going to backfire on you if you don't listen to your guidance and wait. Mm. That's great. Does that, <laughs> yeah, that make makes sense? sense that resonates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't Thank let anybody you. talk you into something. <laughs> yeah, that's right, ex-husband. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but now that you mentioned it. All right. Um, okay, so before the break, we were talking about enlightenment, and I'm wondering if you can tell us what an avatar is. An avatar for me is uh, like Jesus. Jesus was considered an avatar. So he came down to earth to share his message of God, of love, that this isn't all there is, that there's more. And then, you know, he died for our sins on the cross. Uh, So an avatar is someone who comes to the planet to help with our evolution and to end suffering. So we have living avatars. Mm -hmm. 
and he's older, so I don't know how much longer he's going to be on the planet. <laughs> um, but they're in India, Sri Amma Bhagawan. Bhagavan, and they are amazing. I got, I had the pleasure of meeting them at, when I went to India last year, right before COVID hit. That was craziness. Um, but yes, I, I got to meet both of them. They are phenomenal. The energy was explosive. It literally like, I mean, if you could imagine sitting in front of Jesus on the hill while he's talking about stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it was like. Wow. And is there a difference between an avatar and an enlightened being? Not in my mind. Okay. They explained to us, uh, there's a, um, first it starts with awakening. And next is enlightenment, and then God realization, and then space being and light being. So enlightenment is like, you know, one level on of a five or six ladder. So the avatars are our light beings, they're space beings, which means that they're able to be in uh, different places simultaneously. And the, we've got a large group of people. Some have been following a lot longer than me. I only started following in 2019, but they've had experiences of being visited by the avatars in three dimension that they're like real, they're sitting in front of them, talking to them. And so that's what is considered to be, uh, I believe it's called a light being. So, but yeah, so, being able to project yourself. So I had always understood that once you reach the state of enlightenment, that you wouldn't come back to this earth, that you wouldn't incarnate. So do these light beings then choose to actually be here in service to humans, to humankind? My understanding with enlightenment is not to that degree where, and I believe you're referring to like the light being and the space being. And that's where you don't have a human form any longer. And you can choose to um, inhabit a form or not inhabit a form. And you can choose to move into that highest state or not. Remember, as a human being, we are constantly have choice over what happens in our life. So for me, Enlightenment is simply the end of suffering. It's where the ego, the chatter, that constant chatter in your mind dissolves. It stops. It stops beating you up 24-7 nonstop. It stops uh, the anxiety, the depression, the um, mental madness, I call it. Mm -hmm. Ends. And there's nothing but peace. And I've been experiencing these extended states of peace and this feeling of bliss for no good reason. And the, the most important thing that I've been experiencing, the most amazing experience, because all of us in this group, there's thousands across the globe, are sharing our experiences of enlightenment. And it's phenomenal. But one that I love and I've started to experience myself is it, because we're human, remember, it's not that we're not going to be human anymore when you move into enlightenment, um, but you get to have it all. Remember mm-hmm. in the Bible that talks about heaven on earth, it's here, it's now. I know mm-hmm. people who are ha- having this experience, um, but the most profound is that when uh, emotion occurs, maybe angry or uh, sadness, you feel the emotion for a couple minutes, and then it moves out, and you're back into peace, and you're back into bliss. Mm-hmm. You are not suffering. You're not perseverating over that experience. You're not endlessly going over and over in your mind what happened, what didn't happen, what what I should have said or shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. It is all just uh, you're fully feeling the feeling, and then it's over. Are, are all humans meant to become enlightened? That's a very interesting question, Rory. And because we have free will, many humans are scared and will choose not to become enlightened, and that's okay. But if you desire to become enlightened, it is very real and it can happen for you. Amazing. 
So we're kind of running out of time here, Julie, but I wanted to have you share what programs or workshops you have going on right now. Yeah, I'm super excited. We've got our annual Lightworkers Academy coming up here in September next month. And I love to kick it off with a free masterclass. And this year I'm hosting a masterclass called Awaken Your Divine Potential. So that's coming up on 9-9. I love double digits. I'm a numerology fan. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be kicking that uh, beautiful class on the 9th of September. And then I have a inner circle. So if you are looking for your tribe, if you're feeling lost and confused and you need some help, it, our inner circle is a beautiful place to start. We meet live once a month on Zoom to support and engage with each other. I cover a spiritual topic. Uh, we do a Reiki share and uh, Diksha healing from India, and it's um, pretty pretty amazing. And I would love to invite everybody, if you love numerology, I do a free numerology reading every other week. And I host that over on my website. It's a video. It's about 10 minutes. And you just pick a number. I pull two numbers every other week and share a beautiful channeled message from your spiritual team. Great. So um, how can our listeners contact you or learn more about you? Yeah, so you can find more information about me over on my website at heavensenthealing.us. Wonderful. Thanks again for being here today. Yes, thank you so much. And thanks. Ah, I had a blast. Thank you. <laughs> so did we. And thanks for my reading. <laughs> ah, good luck. Good thank luck you. with that. <laughs> Hold your ground. Stay thank in you. your power. Will do. Will do. And thank you to Eric, our amazing producer, KKNW, KBKW, The Talk of Grace Harbor, and Cape Town Zone Radio, as well as you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts. Did you love the show? Let us know and follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m and on every second Sunday on KBKW at 12 to 1 p.m. and Zone Radio at 9 to 10 p.m. For more, go beyond the veil where we, we make, make spiritual, spiritual sense. sense.